Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. This nationally recognized, award-winning podcast is hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. I am your host, Mindy McCulley, Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Specialist for Instructional Support at the University of Kentucky. I'm sitting in for our regular host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter. My guest today is Dr. Natalie Jones, Extension Specialist for Family Health. Welcome, Natalie. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here with you today. Today, our topic is living with loss, self-care, and outdoor physical activity. So tell me a little bit more about what we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So many people um, can struggle to talk about loss and grief, and that's something that's definitely been going on throughout this pandemic that majority of people have faced. And so definitely, first off, I want to say that people are not alone if they're feeling this way, if they're living with loss. And so we're really going to kind of understand ways that we can live and be healthy through self-care and physical activity and just the benefits also of, of being outside. And so I just want to note first off that, you know, these are suggestions for living with loss, but they may not fit for you. Uh, they're just ideas. And I hope that some of them help and that you can try them, but that you kind of work with what's best for you and knowing that living with loss is hard and that hopefully these healthy tips can be make it seem less overwhelming and scary as well. So, so we might be talking about lots of different types of loss. Um, it could be loss of a job or or loss of a family member or uh, you know loss of a pet. They're all right. different types of loss that people are experiencing, right? Exactly. Yes, um, loss looks different for everyone um, and can include a bunch of different different things. And so, I think a good place to start when you're going through that process is to take care of yourself. And so that's really what um, we want to focus on is staying healthy while grieving and the importance of physical activity specifically for what that looks like. There's obviously ways to remain healthy that we all know about, you know, the importance of, of healthy eating um, and sleep and, you know, being social and different things, but we're specifically going to focus on physical activity. Okay. That's good. So let's talk about physical activity. How can we stay physically active, even though we might not feel like we're mentally into it? Yeah, yeah. So first off, I feel like staying active while grieving is especially important because grieving can take a toll on your health, right? So specifically a lack of physical activity movement while grieving can put you actually at a greater risk for developing mental health issues such as depression. And so it's important to understand here as well that, you know, we don't need to engage in this strenuous exercise um, to gain benefits of physical activity while grieving. You can simply just reap the benefits from moving your body a little bit more and being gentle with yourself, such as just getting up and standing more, or even if it's just going out for a walk every day. Um, so it doesn't need to be anything, you know, crazy, but just knowing that the importance of physical activity is key as well. And just how that supports our overall health. It can improve our well-being, our quality of life, um, regulates our mood, prevents depression, you know, keeps us engaged, clears our mind. Um, I was actually just talking with a friend who, who lost a pet recently, and she was sharing with me how she just went for a run this past weekend. And it was the first time that she let herself grieve. 
and that she actually found herself crying during her run. And she was like, I feel like people probably thought I was crazy, but it was really helpful and that she gave herself that moment. So it can really just bring that um, outlook and outlet for you to grieve uh, as well as spark motivation, maybe to do other things um, or integrate different things back into your life, depending on what you've been grieving. Um, There's something about being outside in the, in the open fresh air that's just kind of cleansing and healing anyway. So that yes, do that. I think. Yes. No, nature is, is really helpful with the grieving process as well. This is, This is because exposure to nature causes, you know, better coping, including improved self-awareness and can really positively affect our mood and the positive effects of nature just like benefit so much. There's actually a growing scientific field called ecotherapy, uh, which has shown that strong connection between time spent in nature and reduced stress, anxiety, and depression. And so again, when we're going through loss or going through that grieving process, spending time in nature, anything from five minutes to 30 minutes, you know, you're going to reap that benefit. And again, it can be just adding it to your normal lifestyle, going outside for a walk or just being outside on your patio, on a porch, stepping outside. Uh, It doesn't need to be anything crazy, but it can also be, you know, maybe something a little bit more where you start with walking in your neighborhood, then you go to going to different trails or going to the woods or going to parks anything like that, just to engage your senses um, and to move outside, even just moving workouts outside. I actually, you know, it's been winter and starting to have the sunshine coming in. And I actually did my whole workout on my patio uh, the other day because I was like, I just need to be in sun. It wasn't warm outside, but I just needed to be outside. And so doing that can also help with, um, with mental health. And, and again, just being outside in the natural environment just makes us happier. Yeah, I think so. Having that sun beating on your face just makes you feel good. Exactly, exactly. So what other recommendations do you have uh, for us uh, to keep us healthier while we're being physically active? Yeah, so especially when we're thinking about grieving, um, there's some simple tips just to start with engaging with physical activity and movement. And the first one is to start simple, right? Because grieving is often exhausting. You should start simple, plan to move your body in ways that are manageable for you while you move, you're moving through that grief process as well. So again, like I've mentioned, it can simply be just that routine of walking more. Um, You can walk outside, get that fresh air. You can go somewhere, even, you know, like depending on where you live, you can go somewhere else to walk. Or another option, right, is just to engage maybe in some physical activity that's that's more gentle. So it could be light stretching or yoga. And this can also be a way to practice mindfulness or to release stress and tension. So it can be simple things like that. Also, the number one thing that I always tell people, no matter what, is to move your body in ways that you enjoy, right? You want it to be right. fun and we don't want to add stress to our stressful lives already. And especially when you're grieving, it may feel like you have no desire to do things that you used to love to do. But again, it can be really helpful to set aside time to do things for yourself that can help bring back that enjoyment. Um, So for example, you know, if you love going outside, you know, plan for a walk, go to the park, go for a hike, maybe spend some time gardening. All of those things um, can be really helpful as well. And then the last tip for engaging with physical activity while grieving that I would like to throw out there, which can look a little different during COVID, but 
is to ask friends and family to be involved with you um, during your physical activity, that just having that social support while grieving is incredibly beneficial um, to navigating that period in our times. And so having someone else with you to gently encourage you to be active or to be that support person or that accountability partner um, when we're going through those hard times can be really helpful when we don't have the energy or motivation to do it alone. And so, you know, that can be in person, physically distant, um, right? If you're walking outside, you can be together, wear a mask, depending, and have that space. It could also be over FaceTime. I've worked out over over the web, you know, with Zoom and different things like that with multiple friends in different places. And so that can be really helpful as well. So there's a lot of ways to still find that connection with people virtually or in person if it's safe to do so. My family has been sharing pictures of our walks just via text so that we all can see, you know, my dad lives where we grew up and my sister lives where my grandparents lived. And so, you know, we're seeing those familiar places and it's, it's fun to, to reminisce together. I always talk about it. Yeah, exactly. I always talk about it even as I would like, medication or, or right. taking something as like, I got to go get my daily dose of nature. And that's, that's, that's right. what I say. And so um, it can be really helpful to see it that way. And again, you know, it can just be helpful for going through, through that grieving process and, and the benefits and the importance of it, not only for our own health, but also overcoming grief and, and working and adapting not necessarily to move past what has happened, but just that healing process. That's right. Yeah, just to to learn to deal with it all, right? Exactly. Natalie, thanks for joining us today. I think these are great tips for helping us move through the process of grieving and, and dealing with loss that we've all suffered this past year. And I hope that you'll come back and join us again as we talk about other topics that deal with family health. And to our listeners, um, I hope that you will join us again on Talking Facts. We are available wherever you get your favorite podcast. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and a comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT. Or send us an email at UKFCSEXT at UKY.edu. Visit us online at FCS.UKY.edu to learn more about the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program or contact your local Extension agent for Family and Consumer Sciences. We build strong families. We build Kentucky. It starts with us.